0: This is Sick and Wrong,
1: America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
0: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon.
1: I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly.
0: Wackerly's back. Dude, you know, everyone was kind of worried. Last week... You know, we did that show, and I announced that uh, you'd quit the show because it sounded like you are rather resolute when I talked to you. And I must say, I apologize for urinating on your Xbox, which I've already done like 30 times. And I'm just glad to have you back on the show there, Wackerly. Just not the same without you.
1: I apologize for calling you a dirty, hook-nosed, penny-pinching, media-controlling Jew. It's not
0: the first time. You almost do that every time you get drunk.
1: Yeah, but I usually don't add in the Heeb and Kite comments.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I was wasted, and I had no idea what I was doing. But I did pee on your Xbox, and that's seriously—it's like that is akin to pissing on your girlfriend. I mean, it's worse. It...
1: <laughs> But
0: um, you, you said you dried it off, and it works.
1: Well, I used a hair dryer. Got in there, you know. I think you were a little too alarmist last week that, you know, I was just never going to speak to you again. I wasn't going to do well, I just dude, needed, a cool, I needed a cool I down. I I needed a cool Literally. down week. Literally. <laughs> I needed a cool down week, and that's what I took. Yeah, well, you know. I used the hair dryer, dried it off, shook out the urine. And
0: it just, it, it still works fine. I didn't think that, you're, I thought those things were pretty durable, though. I didn't think urine was really going to break an Xbox.
1: You you didn't think about it at all. You thought it was the toilet. That's I mean, what you thought.
0: <laughs> I you know, I had no idea and until um Heather came and woke me up, I probably would have continued pissing. <laughs> it's it's a good thing that I'm not a drunk
1: shitter. Well, I will get you back. Yeah, so, no, I I understand that. Don't I, think that I coming back to the show means I'm foregoing revenge.
0: Well, I bought you the beer this week as you know, as a as a conciliatory gesture. All right. You know, I, I want to reconcile. But I think the real reason why you came back on the show is um, some of the emails that we got, particularly this one that you mentioned uh, that we got here from Mickey. So uh, Mickey's one of our dedicated female fans. I she, hope. And she said, "What's up, sick and wrong? I hope you are all just bullshitting about wackily quitting the show. Your podcast is perfect the way it is." And no offense, D. Simon, but it would not be the same without Wackerly. Oh, which is true. But he says if you guys aren't bullshitting, and this is really happening, tell Wackerly I'll send him some cute ass and uh, vagina pics if he comes back.
1: Well, we were not bullshitting, <laughs> and I am back, so yes, please send those to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail dot com forthwith. You know, with- you
0: know I, I think this girl's got to be hot because I mean she mentions cute ass and. Uh, VJ picks so you know an ugly chick's not gonna send those to
1: us no I think that uh well we'll be the judge (laughs) well
0: all I have to say is as long as you're over 18 there missy
1: yeah, uh, I think we covered this in the last uh, full program where we, I, we were both here uh, with the Perverted Justice team.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want Dateline knocking down the door No. to the Sick and Wrong studio. But what was funny is I got that email and I just forwarded it to Wackerly and Wackerly was just like, all right, I'll do the show this week. You know, I always knew it was going to be ass and titties that would get you back.
1: Yes, it worked.
0: Yeah, um, although, you know, I do have some Jim Beam Really? Yeah. So uh th- th- We're that, that might much help closer as well. To
1: reconciliation.
0: <laughs> so uh we also got a few other emails. It's just like a outpouring of emotional support here. People are really upset. I mean, and uh, understandably so. So we got an email here from a tip shit, which I think is an alias. He says, <laughs> "Dear Lance, I know very well how you feel. I had a very similar situation happen to me last weekend. A few of my friends came down to Chicago to see me. One of these friends is a known pisswalker, just like D. I had no idea that's what we're called, pisswalkers. Uh huh. Yeah." Uh, Even though, having been burnt before or soaked, as the case may be, I let him stay at my house. Two drunken days later, I left for my own little trip to Michigan. When I returned to my studio apartment, days later, I had trouble figuring out why my apartment smelled like Detroit. Upon further investigation, I discovered that the trash can in my bathroom was about a quarter filled with piss. Yes, I was fucking pissed at first, but I did know what I was getting myself into and let him stay and would let him stay anytime he wants to in the future. Just make him empty the
1: garbage can. I mean, come on.
0: Well, what I don't understand is like if you're drunk, you're going to notice the next day, oh, shit, I guess I did take a piss in the garbage can. Would you
1: pour it out? And rinse it out.
0: (laughs) Um, But he says, isn't that what friendship is all about? Being able to urinate on your pal's belonging and you on his, then getting blind junk again the next night. Please forgive D and get back to what's really important. Great accents.
1: I'm just going to make you wear rubber pants if you ever stay in my place again. That is if you don't already have them on.
0: You you know I am actually wearing a rubber G-string right now. He says, uh, although it is an Xbox 360 and those things are fucking expensive, so it's your call. Um, We got another email here from Joey that said, Lance, don't be a little bitch and get your ass back on the show. Wouldn't be the same without you. Just take a piss on something that D really likes. Like his dreidel collection, <laughs> <laughs> which I assume he has. You know, dude, if you piss on my dreidel collection, uh, we might have to get a divorce.
1: Isn't that in a safe uh, somewhere? You'd have to give me the combination.
0: Yeah, actually, it's in a locked deposit box at the <laughs> Bank of America. And, dude, I've been collecting dreidels for years. But uh, that depends on how much you really love your Xbox. If, you, if you're pissed about the fact that he took a leak in your living room, why not just give his toilet a nice upper decking? But seriously, get back on the show, or I'll have to stab a hobo 31 times. Uh, have a nice day, Joey. See, that makes me kind of not want to come back. Dude, you're, by being back on the show, you're preventing murder. Of
1: a hobo, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not a, not, a, not a normal person. <laughs> I think this person probably kills a hobo to get an erection anyway.
1: I think he kills hobos all the time. He just stabs them 30 times. So, uh, Mart wrote in here, uh, Damn, when you
0: said wackily quit the show, my heart stopped.
1: Dude, I think they love you. I I really do. They must have started up again so he could write that email.
0: And uh, I don't agree with this guy. This guy Steve here said, so you pissed on an Xbox. Well, just let Lance take a shit on your chest, then kiss and make up. You know, it's... (laughs) That's a little gay. (laughs) I don't don't know. We're not from the Ville here. No. Okay, well, we don't shit on each other. No. On purpose.
1: I'll take a shit on your girlfriend's chest. She might like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, here's another person here, Sandy Handjob, which I also think is an alias, said that uh, I'm organizing a local ritual suicide if you guys quit. I don't give a shit how you resolve it, but seriously, it's the best podcast I've heard ever. Closest thing to you is From the Ville, but I can't stand the guy that sounds like Louis Black. God, I hate him. <laughs> which one is that? <laughs> I don't know. Who who From the Ville sounds like Louis Black?
1: I don't think Steel? either. I guess. But, he doesn't sound like Louis Black. Um, He screams a lot. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Oh, I mean, you can't okay. have Fr- From the Ville is Martin and Steele. You can't have the show without <laughs> either of that. What if she wants it just with Martin? Is that what she's saying? Uh, you know, I don't know. Martin maybe, will be happy to hear that. But maybe he's saying Martin is Louis Black. I wouldn't say he sounds anything like Louis Black. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: But, um, yeah, we got another email here from uh, Frogland said, What the fuck? Why quit? If he was a real friend, he'd let you pee on his girlfriend. So, you know, that's kind of interesting to me. Do friends do that?
1: I don't know. what. <laughs> you, can't I judge, like to... you can't judge normality by the people who email the show.
0: Yeah, and uh, finally here we got an email from Die Hard, who is the guy that uh, made the sick or wrong forum. He said, D, what the fuck is wrong with you? The man loves his Xbox, which is understandable. He's like something I can totally relate to. If I were him, I would piss on your porn collection. Now that means you'd have to piss on my computer. <laughs> and dude, if you did that, you might as well cut off my genitals.
1: Well, we couldn't do the show anyways if I did. Yeah, that.
0: <laughs> because you, you couldn't. So I'm glad that your retaliation just says, you know.
1: I do have a question though. With all these, sh- <laughs> with all these suggestions about shitting on people's chest, what's the proper form when you shit on somebody's chest? Do you does your penis face their face? Or does your penis face their feet? I think you would be in the
0: cowgirl position. So it's like ass <laughs> Reverse to their cowgirl? face. Reverse cowgirl? Okay. Yeah. So it's like your ass would be on their chest, I think. It doesn't you have to have a glass plate involved or something? That's
1: uh, a variation.
0: That's, or that's saran an ex, wrap? That's Is an expert that a hot level.
1: That's an expert level technique. I think we should just start off with just the straight poo on the chest.
0: But do you think urinating on an Xbox deserves being shat upon?
1: If my Xbox did not work, continue to function, then yes, there would be some feces <laughs> flinging.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I really don't know the protocol for um for that. I guess if um we should have asked that uh, what's that fecal lady that we had on the show, the scat queen.
1: Yeah, Pretty Lisa.
0: Yeah, we should almost ask that.
1: She <laughs> probably does it all different kind of ways. I'm just talking as a first timer. What's the form? What what if, what yeah. should I what should I be do? I got to know what I'm getting myself into here. Yeah, I don't really know
0: exactly how you'd work out the logistics either. Side
1: like, saddle, maybe? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I think you'd cock one leg up, like Duke's a Hazard style, and just let it rip. Duke's a Hazard <laughs> style? Know, you know how, like, the General Lee would be on two wheels, so oh, you'd have right. one leg up in the air? Yeah, I see. Kind of thing? Just forcing so, it out?
1: Y- you're, like flinging, you're like spraying poo. Standing at, on one leg, just okay. kind of,
0: yeah, with one leg like cocked up in the air. That's that, what I was thinking. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, wankily, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a relief to have you back on the show because I almost had to get a, uh, substitute host this week.
1: And, Ooh, what would uh, that have been?
0: It actually didn't work out, uh, mainly because he's fucking retarded. Well, he'd have to um, be to
1: accept the proposition to do the show.
0: Yeah. Well, now, you remember Bob Madigan, Oh, very uh, well. Yeah, a, a, a former member of the Rampage radio crew that used to do the <laughs> uh, radio show on uh, KUSF. Uh, Bob Madigan was kind of like, I don't really know how to describe him other than retarded, 45, 46-year-old drunk
1: Drunk loser. off Soko, <laughs> performance artist with meat hanging from his neck. Yeah, but the guy, like,
0: you know, I was nervous about having him into my house because he doesn't bathe.
1: He smells bad.
0: He smells really bad. He kind of looks
1: like, I don't know how to best, I don't know how this is going to come across, but the best way I can describe him is just his whole body and (laughs) image is he's kind of like a fat concentration camp survivor, (laughs) which doesn't make sense until you see him. Because he's got those really skinny, emaciated arms and legs, but then like a fat torso.
0: I think it kind of looks like well, I always pictured him what I thought before the Lord of the Rings movies came out. I always thought that's what Gollum would look like.
1: Yeah, I don't think pale. Gollum smells that bad. Though.
0: Th- yeah, but he's kind of got that fish belly look <laughs> to him and he's pale and he's, yeah, I bet you Gollum actually probably smells a lot better. Yeah. But uh, Bob Madigan, I called him up and he was just like you're doing a what? <laughs> and I was like, it's a internet radio show, a podcast. And uh, Bob and he's just like the internets? <laughs> he's like, I don't even know how to use a computer. And I was like, you don't need to know how to use a computer. You just come over to my house. You talk in a microphone.
1: Oh. Okay. He knows how to do that because of the performance. Yeah, art, man, is His yeah. band, Fluff Girl. So yeah. I,
0: he, He's in a band called Fluff Girl. And I figured he would, he was like, all right, all right. He's like, no, I don't want to do it tonight. I'm like, I thought you just said you are going to do it. He's like, let me go to the beer store. <laughs> and so he goes to the store. He calls me back, and he's like, I don't have enough money to get on the bus. I was just like, dude, it costs like a dollar. No, he says he buys beer on credit, (laughs) which kind of cracks me up that they would even give this guy credit. Yeah. So eventually after a lot of cajoling on my part, I'm like, come on, Bob, I will give you beer. I have some Southern comfort here. Just come on over. He finally came over here and he goes to like the intersection he said he was at the intersection where my house is in the in the Tenderloin. Sounds like and, Bob. And uh, he said he was like, yeah, there. So anyway, he said he came over here, looked on the front the directory listing of people living in the apartments, couldn't find Sanchez, so he left. And I'm like, Bob, Sanchez isn't my real last name. So that was my that used to be my radio name, Dirty Sanchez. Right. He thought that was my birth name. Like he thought my parents were like, you know, on my birth certificate it says Dirty Sanchez. I'm Jewish, so he didn't <laughs> he didn't
1: see it, and then he just left.
0: <laughs> I was like, you know, Bob, you could have called. I, I only had a quarter, and I couldn't even <laughs> I couldn't find a payphone. I asked the place next door if they could use the phone. They said no, so I left. They're I too... wouldn't have either. But my favorite thing that he said was there are too many homeless people around. <laughs> I was just like, what? Were they trying to accept you into their family? Yeah, making him look bad. <laughs> he, you know, he said they kept coming up and asking for his potato chips.
1: Where did he get the potato chips? I, I don't know. I mean, He probably found them in the trash.
0: There are too many holes in this narrative. I think he didn't really – I don't I think, think he, he never even left, left, left his house. His house. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so either. So anyway, I was like, all right, Bob, you can come back on the show some other time. And then you called me, and you're like, I'll do it. And so I was like, all right, let's just do it.
1: Yeah, well, you should. We should have him on sometime, though, because – as retarded as he is, he's is sort of entertainingly retarded.
0: You know, not only is he entertaining just for being retarded, he has probably one of the best voices I think I've heard for radio. I mean, he really does sound like he's, like, chewing on glass. I can't just, even
1: do an impression of it, yeah. or I won't be able to talk for the rest of the show.
0: He's just like, <laughs> What what is this podcast? He thought I was doing a pirate radio show. He's like, we shouldn't talk about this on the phone. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: He is a little bit of a conspiracy theorist also. Yeah,
0: so uh, in the future, we'll have Bob Madigan on, but thank God I didn't have to have him replace you on the show.
1: Yeah, you and know, we will not speak of Bob Madigan's yeah. brother. No. We, 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 it's a whole other story. Yeah,
0: we definitely didn't want Bob Madigan's retarded other, older <laughs> brother on the show either. So, yeah, it worked out well, and I'm glad you're back, and I apologize for the urinating on the Xbox. And next time I come to your house, I will wear my rubber panties.
1: Uh, I'm gonna do a check at the door, so just be prepared for that.
0: So um, last week we did the uh, aired the lizard man interview, mm, which right. um, went well. We did that interview a couple weeks ago. Right. It's one of our new things we do on Sick and Wrong. We like to do worldwide exclusive interviews, and so yeah, lizard man, I was actually quite surprised um, that he came on the show. First of all, and second of all, was such an articulate guest. Right. I mean, he was like totally willing to talk about anything. Yeah. And, uh, I did yeah. not
1: expect that.
0: No, and he was I little... expected
1: him to be much more surly.
0: Same with me. I just kind of thought he'd be like an angry lizard guy, right? Kind of thing. But um, we put up a voting system on there. So this is episode 78 here. We put up a voting thing saying, "What was it? What's the weirdest thing about the lizard man?"
1: I do not remember.
0: <laughs> it was something like that. And overwhelmingly, our audience voted nothing's weird about the guy. He's kind of normal to him. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. But then again, I was like. Yeah, to our audience, I really don't think a dude that like you know puts subcutaneous implants in his head and you know tattoos his whole body is all that out of the ordinary. And these people yeah, are telling
1: him back to your parents' place, have dinner. Yeah, but these totally people normal. are
0: emailing us to take a shoot on each other. So I don't think this lizard guy is really gonna be that much of a shock.
1: Yeah, he might not want to hang out with these
0: people. Yeah, that's uh, with, with our fans, so it, it didn't really surprise me. Well, there you go. And Here's a quick recap for the uh, week before that episode 77. We didn't actually uh, say who won. I did a story about a pedophile who was dating a 12-year-old, and he murdered the girl's family. This happened in uh, Canada. And uh, remarkably, one of our Canadian fans actually went to high school with this guy, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah, this uh, this guy, uh, Brandon, um, said, I actually live in Medicine Hat and went to school with Jeremy. Isn't that pretty fucked up? And so, well, yeah, this happened in Medicine Hat, Canada. And so I wrote him back saying, wow, that's an odd coincidence. Um, you know, was he some kind of weird columbine Dungeons and Dragons guy, like, you know, strange pedophile? Like uh That's so what
1: it, I was picturing.
0: Yeah, that's kinda of what I thought. And so he wrote back he was kind of an outcast, but no more than normal. It wasn't like the guy got pummeled every day. We're Canadian for fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't think they do that sort of thing over there. Hockey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he said, still, kids are assholes and can really screw other kids up. Though I'd say I was a bigger <laughs> loser than him in junior high.
1: <laughs> and I'm coming to get you.
0: He said, another detail of the story, my roommate works with a guy who lives next door to the family that was killed. His son actually found the body, since the son is his little friend, they played together. So, wow. Yeah, it's definitely probably Small a world. traumatic there. But yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. So I did that story about the uh medicine hat pedophile. You did a story about a 15-year-old Indian kid who did a C-section, and a listener sent in a story about um road crew smashing a deer to death with a shovel. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I ended up winning episode 77 with 96 votes. You came in with a uh, strong 38, and the listener had 46. Wow. A I actually lot. thought I last? thought your I thought your story was a little sicker though than I the guess listeners. not. Yeah, apparently not. But um, so anyway, here we're starting fresh here with episode 79 of Sick and Wrong. Almost done 80 episodes, quite a feat, if I might say so. And people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackerly and I, Wackerly and I comb the internet looking for the most disturbing news items, present them here on the show, audience votes, and the winner gets a case of beer. We also also throw in a wild card. With a listener submission, which actually we got a pretty good one this week. So um, I don't know who started the show last time, but since you're back on the show, Wackerly, I think I should give you the honor of kicking off episode 79.
1: I'll kick it right now. This, uh, do you remember that? guy who, in Pennsylvania, he robbed the bank with a bomb strapped to his neck, but then he claimed that somebody put the bomb on him and forced him to do it, and he was just sort of an innocent hostage in the whole matter. Did the guy this? die? Yeah.
0: Well- This was a few years ago, right? This like, was, uh, uh back in
1: 2003, 2003,
0: right? 2003. Okay, I do kind of remember
1: Yeah, the, so the cops got him after he left the bank with the money, and uh, before the bomb squad could make it there, the guy's head blew off. Well, uh, apparently federal federal authorities have unsealed uh, the indictments in that case, which they're calling the Erie Collar Bomber case. So wait, they
0: just solved the crime?
1: Because no, I remember not it They just, it they just uh, released the formal, uh, you know, prosecution uh, the records or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've said who's going to be prosecuted for this. So it does happen that there is more than just this guy involved. He wasn't.
0: Do, the... I remember this story though because it was just it was really. Kind of vague, the details. It was just like they found the guy. Well,
1: yeah, and then his head blew off, so it's not like he could interrogate him or anything. Uh, well, that dude's name was Brian Wells, and what the uh, prosecutors are saying is that he was not a hostage and was actually a conspirator in the plot with uh, Marjorie Deal Armstrong, who was 58, and another guy called Kenneth E. Barnes. Uh, what happened was on August twenty eighth, 2003... Uh, this guy, Wells, set out to deliver an order for two pizzas uh, to a mysterious address that turned out to be the location of a TV tower, like an antenna, I guess, a broadcasting antenna.
0: He was delivering pizzas there.
1: Yeah. He did. So he... this still sounds to me like he it was an innocent bystander, but uh, let's move on with the story and see what else happens here. <laughs> he turned up about an hour later. There's some weird noises going on <laughs> outside the studio. I don't know what the hell that is. Like a thousand it's, it's, rats are coming down the stairs for us.
0: I think it's like a fight or something. Doesn't it sound like there's like someone has like tap shoes on.
1: <laughs> Maybe a fight. Two people boxing in tap shoes. That, that's about yeah, what it I sounds know. like. Uh, well, anyways, this guy turned up uh at the at the TV tower about an hour later. That's a long time to get a pizza delivered. An hour. I'm just what, whatever happened to 30 minutes or less? Dude,
0: not the Noid come? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like steal the pizzas or I something? I thought so. Something like that. Make <laughs> them
1: cold. Yeah, make um, them cold. So roughly two miles away at the bank, this PNC Bank branch in Summit Township, uh, which is around Erie, Pennsylvania, he showed up with a note demanding money, saying he had a bomb. And I guess. The bank tellers didn't know that he had a bomb. It wasn't visible because this collar sort of fit under his T-shirt. And I have some pictures of him sitting down pr- prior to his head being blown off. Or you can kind of see how it's like do tucked Do they show under. the bomb? Uh, they do. I have pictures of the bomb itself, the collar, which is pretty gruesome looking. It kind of looks like a medieval torture device. But I also have pictures of him and how it's kind of like tucked under his T-shirt.
0: So – He delivered the pizzas to the TV station, got a bomb, put around his neck. The next thing anybody knows, yeah,
1: he's at the bank with this bomb strapped to his neck saying, these two people kidnapped me, put this bomb on my neck, and made me get this money.
0: Okay. Made me ask you for this money. Yeah. I I would hand him the money in that case.
1: Well, he asked the teller for a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, but he actually only got $8,702. I don't know if he thought it was a quarter of a million. You know, it's in a big bag. You don't count it right there. Yeah, but, it's considerably
0: uh, less than the request. Right, I so he know. got
1: eight grand, uh, got into his Geo Metro, which is a classic pizza delivery car. It's <laughs> <is> a total <laughs> piece of shit.
0: I wonder if it had that little pizza thing on the, on the, on the roof of the yeah, car. Yeah, the
1: Domino's uh, sign.
0: Old Domino's sign.
1: Um, and he was immediate. this car was immediately surrounded by police. A sh- well, not immediately. A short time later, and a parking lot. State troopers pulled him out of the car and handcuffed him. Uh, hanging from his neck under his t-shirt was a triple-banded metal collar and a device with a locking mechanism that kept it in place. Attached to the collar was a bomb. It's going to go off, well said. I'm not lying. So was there a timer on the
0: thing? I don't understand. They he just cl- put this like this, collar on his neck?
1: This story is confusing. He claims there was a timer, but if there's a timer, then how does he... What's the threat in the bank? Because it's not like you, you think you have a button, right? That, like, if you don't give me the money, I'm going to make it. And not
0: it. to mention this guy sounds pretty slow. He's not very dependable. It took him an hour to deliver the fucking pizza
1: yeah, I to mean, begin
0: with. I, you know, you're going to have to give this guy at least five hours to complete the task.
1: Yeah, he's 46 and delivering pizzas.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, does he's anything no, more need to be said? He's no Bill Gates. Well, so it's still not clear, but uh, apparently po- prosecutors are convinced that Brian Wells was in on this whole thing, that he wasn't just an innocent bystander who was sort of
0: – So he was complicit with this plot. He's
1: complicit is what the uh, the uh, prosecutors are saying, although his brother is actually very angry about this um, following the press conference where they released these indictments – Uh, Wells' brother, John Wells, took the podium and spoke out about the indictment and expressed his anger at authorities for accusing his brother of being a conspirator in the robbery. Well,
0: if you were – let's just say hypothetically because I don't think they've really – I don't know if they've proven this. If you were complicit in this robbery, wouldn't you be like, no, you strap the bomb to your neck. You know, I'll hang out over here at the TV station.
1: Well, wait till <laughs> I get to the other co-conspirators. They seem like quite convincing people. Okay. All right. um, but uh, his brother said 19 hours after the bomb had gone off, the federal authorities chopped his head off to get that collar off, Wells told reporters. Brian did not put that collar on himself. I'm sorry. I don't understand that quote at all. <laughs> did the bomb not blow his head off?
0: Or did the authorities chop his head off? Uh,
1: it's I guess the bomb just maybe like damaged his head and they had to cut the rest oh, of it off. they to cut the rest of it off to get, to get the get collar it. off because they couldn't cut it off. And then his brother's implying that job. it was so hard to get off that you know his retarded brother never could have put it on himself because he just was really slow. I guess <laughs> is what he's saying. Um, but the other co-conspirators are also quite interesting people. Uh, one is Marjorie Deal Armstrong, who's actually, uh, I think, an elementary school teacher. Is she um, the one that
0: kind of looks like the emperor from Star Wars?
1: She's not a good-looking woman. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> she's like kind of scary-looking, yeah. yeah. But you can imagine her being a teacher and sort of yelling at you for not doing your homework. Uh, you'd be
0: scared shitless and would do your homework.
1: But the other the funny thing about it is she's in jail right now serving 7 to 20 years in prison because she murdered her then boyfriend. She's 58, her boyfriend's 45, and she's just ugly as sin. And I don't she know murdered what it is. She murdered him because she thought that he was going to implicate her in this crime because she's uh, on, you know, surveillance cameras all around this thing and uh you know, her. I guess there was a note in this guy's car, the collar bomber's car, that told him where to take the money and how to get the uh, how to get the collar off after he'd done the the bank robbery. But you know, it, was, it was kind of this like Rube Goldbergian thing that he had to go and find these clues and special keys and like you know special. It's like one of those uh, what, what's that called? Those like
0: Easter egg hunt things that they do. <laughs> or what are those called?
1: Uh, treasure hunt.
0: Treasure hunts, right. yeah.
1: Yeah, so he had to go, and her name was on there, or like some of the places he had to go. It's a were... mean
0: thing to do to a retard. He's never gonna figure it out. <laughs> no, he the can't guy even delivers do... pizzas. And he he's can't even do the 46 jumble. Forty-six years you old. Know? Yeah.
1: Um. So she's one. She's killed her boyfriend, so she's in jail already. The other guy is uh, this dude, Kenneth E. Barnes, who I guess is an engineer, and they think he's the one who designed who this col- made the collar because he sort of knows about robotics and that type of stuff. That's what he does for work. So he
0: probably devised this whole plot.
1: Yeah, but he's also already in jail uh, for trafficking cocaine. <laughs> went a key, completely unrelated case. I love how all these people in this town of Erie, Pennsylvania are just sort of <laughs> part-time <laughs> criminals. They have their normal job and then at, at night they, you know, they're murdering people or dealing drugs. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. It's like the this only underground honest people crime are the, syndicate yeah.
0: in Erie, Pennsylvania.
1: The only honest people are the pizza delivery men. Um and this guy Barnes apparently was a former fishing buddy of Wells, the guy who had his head blown off.
0: Oh, okay, so actually so how did they figure this out? Like tie these two people to the uh the crime.
1: Um well, basically from this note that was in the car of what Barnes was sorry, not Barnes, what Wells was supposed to do after he had robbed the bank. I'm sorry they
0: would have needed Matlock to figure this out because <laughs> I mean it's not
1: a straightforward case. No, at all. it's
0: definitely not. I don't think Mike Hammer could have done it. I think Matlock or Columbo maybe Maybe
1: Hunter. He would Hunter just beat the answer Fred out of Dreyer somebody. Fred Dreyer would have
0: done it. The Shield, the guy, Mac, or Vic Rick. Mackey. Yeah, Vic yeah. Mackey. He, might have, he, would been a, he would have been able to beat it out of somebody. He would have shoved that collar down the guy's but throat. But I
1: think the whole thing is based on this note that told Wells where to go to get the secret keys to take the collar off. And, you know, like a couple of the places were apartments where these people lived.
0: Okay, so they... And maybe
1: they found out that the, where the pizza was initially delivered, they these people were involved in that They establish also, a connection from that. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. So now, are these two people who are currently incarcerated, are they going to be charged with the crimes?
1: Of yeah, killing, I of, so. of the bank um, robbery and
0: killing the uh, retarded guy?
1: Somewhere here... I'm trying to switch back and forth between two uh, articles. Um, somewhere here it says what they're being charged with. It's, you know, attempted <laughs> bank robbery... Uh kidnapping, or something like that, uh, I think that's all that needs to be said about this article, at least that I can find because my highlighting and preparation for this uh show was pretty lacking.
0: Well, you know you kind of it was kind of hasty right anyways I mean
1: so this is the kind of story we would have done when it happened, but we weren't doing the show back in two thousand and three, so... yeah, had I
0: read that back then, I totally would have done the story so. But the real sick and wrong update. qualities
1: have to do with, you know, this guy robbing a bank with this bomb collar. And then, you know, before the cops can do anything about it, his head goes off like a firecracker. I believe there were videos at the time, but maybe this was before YouTube was big back in 2003. Because I can see that
0: being splashed across the internet.
1: I'm going to have to search for it. Yeah. But I bet you it's been taken down.
0: Well, you're going to have to post the pictures on the site of this guy. I'll post the pictures for sure, but it'd be nice to have the video. So on the sick and wrong
1: scale... This
0: hapless retarded man. <laughs> he, had eight. I don't think
1: he's really <laughs> retarded. Let's not go. Okay, there. we're we're
0: gonna say he's a slow pizza delivery driver. He's a slow driver. guy. Yeah. It's, so he had, he had a bomb strapped to his neck. No one deserves this, and his head blown off by the cops trying to defuse the bomb.
1: No, they. they it's, I don't think the bomb squad even got there before the thing went off. Before the
0: thing went off. Right. So the fact, and then they had to like cut his head off to get the rest of the the, the bomb off. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give this at least a nine.
1: I'm going to give it a 9.1. Just because it's just so weird. It's just weird. I've never heard of anything like it before. And I don't even. Really understand it fully. Yeah, I
0: I don't know. I I mean, I guess the the glaring point here, the obvious point, is the guy got his head blown off.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that the brother is so angry, really, because it's kind of like water under the bridge at this point. Well, now, yeah, Yeah. but
0: I just wonder, like, the brother must be out for justice. I wonder if he was the one who was trying to solve the crime.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe he's the guy who put all the pieces together.
0: Well, I think what he should have done is um, give a little more attention to his brother, before, so his brother wasn't going to end up being a pizza driver yeah. at the age of forty six
1: that's a good idea
0: uh, I think it was neglect on his part
1: so what um, do you got this week?
0: Well, I got a pretty good story definitely a little more uh, straightforward than uh, yours <laughs> uh, definitely um a little less complicated, but uh nevertheless very sick <laughs> Uh, I just want to preface this by saying we probably had three listeners send in the same story, but I already found it way before any of you sent it in. And I'm, I'm going to have to claim, which sometimes we have the power to do this on the show, eminent domain. Yep. Home field advantage. If we find a story first, we do it. All right. But um, oftentimes, I'll usually give it to listeners just in case. But um, anyway, I, I found this story and I was like, yeah, I'm saving this for episode 79. So, um, yeah, it starts off here. It happened in West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida police arrest two teens in gang rape of woman, forcing son to participate. (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely an an unusual raping.
1: Where is this? South Florida? West Palm Beach. Okay.
0: So two teenagers were accused of gang raping a woman and forcing her 12-year-old son to join in on the attack, then beating him and pouring cleaning solution into his eyes. Authorities allege that Avian Lawson, fourteen years old Avian. And, yeah, Avian, I don't know. Like <laughs> a of name bird that boy is. or something. <laughs> and uh, Nathan Walker, sixteen these were kids that did this. Uh, were among a group of ten mass suspects who forced their way into a woman's apartment in a crime ridden housing project the night of june eighteenth. The tour being held without bail um, since last Friday on suspicion of armed sexual battery by multiple perpetrators, sexual performance by a child, armed home invasion, and aggravated battery. According to the police report, a man knocked on the woman's door in this housing project at 9 p.m., told her he had a flat tire. The mother and son, who uh, the police did not identify, went outside and were ambushed by a group of gun wielding suspects and then forced back into the house. So what's interesting about this to me is the fact that they live in the ghetto, in a housing project. project. Someone knocks on their door and is like, I have a flat tire. Would you just kind of be like, yeah, I'm not Fuck going yourself. outside. <laughs> I mean, don't you think you'd be used to that? And it's like the oldest trick in the book.
1: Yeah, it is pretty bad. Uh, Can I, I need to use your phone and call the tow truck. Yeah,
0: my, I have a flat tire. And so, you know, they open up the door and so then put they're Put the ambished. fucking
1: spare on. <laughs> Get out of my face. So the victims told
0: police they were forced back into their home and beaten and sexually assaulted. According to authorities, the men raped, sodomized, and beat the woman, this mother, and then forced her son to participate in the assault at gunpoint, making him have sex with his mother in front of them.
1: How old is he, 13? The kid's 12. Oh, 12.
0: Yeah. So what I I don't understand about this, so they beat, rape, sodomized the mom right in front of the kid, and then they force him to participate. How could you perform? <laughs> like, what did they give him a Viagra? Maybe. I mean, I I don't know. Popsicle I mean,
1: stick and some tape.
0: But <laughs> I I just don't. I mean, would you just kind of be like, first of all, the kid probably has never been laid before, so he wouldn't even know what he
1: was doing. Maybe you know, maybe it wasn't a uh, maybe it wasn't a successful performance. I'm thinking maybe simulated sexual, you know, yeah, but activities I mean, would, were going on.
0: I don't know, man. It's like I usually don't have a problem getting and maintaining an erection. But, I think, if it was, but I think if it was my mother after being beaten and sodomized and lying there and they're trying to make me have sex with her, I just don't think I'd be able to get it up.
1: So how much would your mother have to be beaten before you couldn't <laughs> get it up with her?
0: are you saying this is before or after Viagra? <laughs> before.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't happen.
0: But what I wonder is that they said sex. Maybe they're saying he could have eaten her out or something.
1: That is more disgusting. <laughs> oh my god, I almost fucking choked him up here.
0: Yeah, it's not something we should be laughing about. So um after the boy did this, he was then beaten and just adding insult to injury here, he had numerous household cleaning liquids poured into his eyes. <laughs> so so these people
1: Numerous <laughs> numerous So not just pine Sol, but like pine sol, oh, formula 409. four oh
0: nine. They're just like so Fantastic. They, they forced this kid to have sex with his mother And then beat him and poured a bunch of cleaning solution in his eyes.
1: You know, at that point, I would probably welcome the cleaning solution in my eyes. I'd be like, yes, yes, burn the memory away, please.
0: I think at that point, I'd be like, you know, dude, just shoot me in the head. (laughs) I think if someone was like, you gotta fuck your mom, I'd be like, shoot me in the head. It's gunpoint. I do not care. I'm not going to do it. And then it's like and then after making him do these people are going to rotten hell. If there's any justice, if there is have a god. Have they been caught or not? Yeah, no, actually, uh, two of them have been caught, but uh, I'll get to that in a second. So, um, after doing all this, the suspect stole a few hundred dollars worth of cash and jewelry. So they 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 got a nominal amount of jewelry here. It was yeah. about the money. It was about Sadism.
1: Making the kid have sex with his mom.
0: So um, the officers here said more arrests are pending, but he would not say if authorities had identified additional suspects. Uh, the teens in custody, there are two of them, a 14 year old and 16 year old, which blows my mind that a 14 year old could even be capable of doing something like this.
1: How do they get a gun when they're that young? But I guess well, that's just pretty commonplace. Yeah, they're
0: in the ghetto here. But uh, the teens in custody were not cooperating, but Lawson, one of the teens here, confessed to taking part in the attack. The other one denied involvement. But DNA evidence in a condom found at the victim's home linked Lawson to the crime. Investigators <laughs> nice also say they
1: using practicing safe <laughs> rape.
0: <laughs> investigators, investigators also say they found a palm print belonging to the other kid at the scene. So what I don't get about this? These, these obviously aren't the most intelligent criminals. I guess they are young. Right. I mean, you could give the, their ignorance. You could you could uh, you know attribute it to their youth.
1: Youthful but, enthusiasm.
0: But what I'm saying is, you rape a woman. In her home you don't leave the condom
1: <laughs> i don't think you use a condom <laughs> unless you suspect that she has some nasty ass diseases
0: yeah, the fact that uh, yeah they even used a condom
1: is kind of astonishing and also the palm print you know you could probably wear some gloves or something
0: but wouldn't you okay but why wouldn't he flush the condom
1: <laughs> you don't want to clog up the woman's toilet and yeah. insult the injury Yeah,
0: I guess I guess that would be like pouring salt on the wound.
1: So the (laughs) victims pouring cleaning solution in the eye of the problem.
0: (laughs) The victims did not suffer life-threatening injuries and have been released from the hospital. They're both going through county victim services for counseling.
1: Yeah, life-threatening injuries, but I think the kid is going to have life-altering psychological problems.
0: I I don't even know what level of counseling you would (laughs) need. I mean, seriously, to get over this, like, would you ever be able to like
1: total brain transplant?
0: I mean, this kid, this is like Psycho, the movie Psycho. I mean, this yeah. kid's never going to Norman get over Bates. this. Norman Bates. Yeah, th- this gonna kid's do going to be the next Norman he's Bates. Yeah, you know, either what's going to happen to this kid, he's either going to become a serial killer or a superhero. Because he's (laughs) going to, like, go get revenge. He's going to be, like, the ghetto superhero that's going to get revenge (laughs) on all these people that do this.
1: (laughs) With just, like, a towel wrapped around his neck and, like, a plunger as a weapon. (laughs) Because that's all he can afford. All I'm
0: saying is Batman (laughs) just had to deal with seeing his parents get shot, and he became a vigilante. This kid had to, like, rape his mother and get cleaning solution poured in his eyes. He's going to, like, be a superhero like powder.
1: Yeah, but the difference is that Batman... Man is a multi billionaire and uh, or Bruce Wayne I should say and this guy lives in the projects.
0: Are you saying that ghetto people can't be superheroes? I'm
1: just saying it takes a lot of money <laughs> to be a superhero. You can't just throw some shit together.
0: Dude, he could walk around with like an empty forty of sane <laughs> eyes.
1: He's gonna get his ass beat. <laughs> Dude,
0: it's just gonna take he has a no lot of bat belt. All he's got to do is like pump a lot of like cinder blocks, on, you know, <laughs> okay. And, well, you got you know, that. Yeah. Do a lot of push-ups, maybe run around a bit, and uh, I don't know, train in like ghetto Kwon or something, <laughs> and he just go back and get revenge. Okay. Either that, we'll or, see. either that, or he's probably going to take the other route and become a serial killer. Yeah, which you can I do that on probably, the cheap? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's actually not all that difficult. Um, authorities believe suspects all knew each other from the neighborhood, so this is probably premeditated, but they don't think they knew the victims directly. Uh, prosecutors claim they have twenty one days from the time a suspect is arrested to formally file charges. They haven't actually formally filed charges yet on them. They but they've arrested these kids last week. Why is there a
1: statute of limitations on this type of thing? That's so short. Twenty one weeks.
0: Well I, I mean it's a pretty they,
1: it's a heinous crime. Isn't d I thought heinous crimes they didn't have statute of limitations. You know, I, I mean, mean, if it's the 22nd day, they maybe just, it's because oh, you got off scot-free. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> it's because they're, 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 they're
0: juveniles though. They're <laughs> 14 and 16. It might actually Sounds take. Sounds a little long. ridiculous. But what I don't get about this story, it's got to be one of the most heinous, sick, and wrong stories I've read in a long time. But how do you become that depraved? Like, what, what happens to you at age 14 to make you do this?
1: I think it's what doesn't happen to you. You just never develop any moral compass. <laughs>
0: but I mean, these people are completely Sociopaths. I mean, they obviously have no feeling. I blame video
1: games. <laughs> I blame the Xbox. Grand Theft that was Auto. peed upon.
0: <laughs> it probably was. So on the sick and wrong scale, you know, mother was raped, beaten, sodomized kid they forced her kid to have sex and he was blinded by cleaning solutions but they're
1: not much older than this kid you know i'm It sounds from the reading the story the first time through it sounds like you know older dudes forced this young child to do something yeah, they they kind of his of them, age, though
0: right so two of them have been caught but there's a group so there it's might have been weird. they might have been varying ages it's just strange but it sounds to me like they're children i mean this it just it blows my mind that something like this this could even happen so i'm gonna say on the sick and wrong scale i'm giving this a 9.9 9.
1: Oh, I don't think it's that high. Uh, I'm gonna Dude, give it a
0: 9.4. He raped his mother.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: he had sex with his mom. Well, we don't know that. Like I, like you this said, this is like an edible complex, gone awry. Edible? <laughs> edible. <laughs> Are you saying that you don't see anything wrong with a kid forcing to having sex with his mother?
1: I'm just not prepared to give it a
0: 9.9. I am giving it a 9.9. I
1: mean that like, comparing to other stories that have been on the show. I don't think it warrants a 9.9. 9. Okay, so how could it have been worse if they were killed? Uh, uh, and... Stop grade-grubbing. All right. <laughs> grade-grubbing.
0: All right, well, you know what? We're going to have to have the listening audience decide this. God, i about to go to your house right now and piss on your Xbox. <laughs> I'll
1: so, take a um... shit right in your pillowcase.
0: <laughs> so um, the listener submission here for this week is a pretty good one. It was sent in by a guy named Winkler. I just love the name. It's not his first name as his last name, but I love the name. Mm-hmm. Because not only does it remind me of Henry Winkler, <laughs> it also reminds me Jump of it, From the, the Ville term, Dylan Winkler's.
1: I've, does that need to be explained to people?
0: A lot of our fans, I think, listen to From the Ville, so they probably are familiar with the term. But maybe you should just kind of give the throw out the definition <laughs> just to I clarify will, terms because it's so funny.
1: I'm only going to clarify it to ask a question, but I guess it's where you're not fingering two girls at the same time. Sticking your thumb <laughs> two thumbs up their up two girls' buttholes. So it's like two girls it's are lying winklers. on their stomachs, right? So I guess winklers would just be one thumb and one butthole. But but my whole question is, <laughs> how did this ever come I can't imagine Martin or Steele ever having the opportunity to uh you know go I through the I bet process. you Steele
0: has done it. <laughs> I, I mean he goes to the strip club all the time. There
1: are some dirty chicks in Bay City. Yeah, bro. I bet <laughs>
0: you Steele's done it. But I think that the whole thing is you have your both your thumbs you know outstretched in a girl's asshole as Henry you, Winkler yeah, would, yeah, as going hey, hey you know it's, you, have it's, to it's like, hey? <laughs> you have to because at that point you're like hey, hey, hey. it doesn't yeah. get much better than this <laughs> it doesn't really I think that's like you've achieved like sexual immortality at that nirvana. point <laughs> yeah sexual nirvana once you duel those Winklers but anyway I wonder if uh, Winkler here who's sending the story has ever done the dueling Winkler
1: I'm sure he does not appreciate the term at
0: all <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe not I don't know so uh, he sends in this story that was actually rather repulsive, kinda of turned my stomach a bit. He said, Kids, intestines, how can this lose? Well we'll have to see. A six year old Adina I think this is Minnesota, Adina, Minnesota girl remained hospitalized in serious condition Wednesday after an unusual accident in which several feet of her intestines Gross. were pulled out by the suction of a swimming pool drain. <laughs> Abigail Taylor was injured Friday in the wading pool at the Minneapolis Golf Club in St. Louis Park and taken to a children's hospital for surgery. It's a horrible, life-altering injury, said um, Robert Bennett, the attorney for her parents, because I imagine they are going to sue about this one.
1: Oh, yeah, you have to.
0: Bennett said doctors had to perform surgery to remove the part of her intestines that remained following the accident. He said it is likely that she will have to be fed intravenously for the rest of her life. She's probably going to have to use a colostomy bag, too. Bennett said doctors are now concentrating on preventing infection and managing pain. So um, the girl does not even know the full extent of her injury. She knows she's been hurt. She's a strong little girl. How she extricated herself from that drain, I'll never know. So uh, details of the accident are a bit hazy, but um, what happened here is known that Abigail was able to free herself from the drain and get out of the pool on her own without calling for help. As a result, the extent of her injuries wasn't immediately evident to the people near her. Apparently, I guess she had sat on a uh, suction drain, like, she she sat on an open drain, and the suction, which can reach...
1: The, fil- the filter inlet, that's what this is. It's not really a drain. It just, like, recycles the water through the filter.
0: Well, apparently, it's, um, the suction can reach several hundred pounds per square inch, <laughs> and can rupture the rectum and eviscerate the child in a matter of seconds.
1: Oh, think of the children.
0: Yeah, there have been three such incidents since 1990. The most three? recent was two years ago when a three-year-old was disemboweled by a hot tub train. <laughs> it's got to be the worst way to go. I had no idea that it could suction that heavily.
1: No, I'm going to stay yeah, away yeah, from the hot tub.
0: Yeah, I mean, but uh, it kind of gives me ideas. Because it's <laughs> like, if you think about it, dude, if it could suck that well, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I won't use the other hole, but I mean, why not just kind of...
1: You know, Where are you going with this? Oh, no, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> are you like, gonna stick your dick in the drain? I and think get I it might try off. to stick my dick. It's not gonna it's,
0: rip it off. It's
1: gonna rip it off. Why
0: would it rip it off? Because it ripped this girl's poop shoot out. That's because of the suction created by your asshole. <laughs> I mean, think about it, dude. Why don't
1: you? Why don't you? Why don't you do an experiment and tell me how this all works out for you?
0: All I'm saying is, I bet you I'm not gonna be the first guy to stick my dick in a pool drain
1: are you trying to add length is that what you're trying to do maybe (laughs) no (laughs) I think you're trying to get off you don't think it'd be pleasurable just a hundred pounds of suction on my wang no I don't think it's really several
0: hundred <laughs> pounds of suction. I mean, dude, I've been in, like, a pool drain before. I mean, I've been in a pool with a drain. I've been in Wait, a hot what? tub. With... <laughs> I, no, I've well, been... You, you have done this before, That's <laughs> what you're saying? No, I'm just saying I've been in a pool that had a drain, and I put my, like, finger over there. Your and it's, finger. it's Yeah. I've never actually Your put finger. my member in there. But I'm okay. saying that it might actually be pleasurable. Okay.
1: Well, like I said, why don't you go try I experiment don't. with this concept? And let us know what happens. So there have been three such a- incidents since uh,
0: 1990. None of these accidents were fatal, although in the same time span, 13 people, most of them children, drowned after being caught in underwater drains. Because you're probably getting pulled down by your intestines.
1: Right. She was in the wading pool, so it's not very deep. Yeah, but I mean, well, I guess... Maybe a foot or so.
0: What surprises me, that, like, could you imagine being the lifeguard on duty? It's like, what do you do? Just try and
1: st- stick it back in there? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's Call the like, ambulance. But
0: isn't it like 30 feet long? So if you're pulling her out of the pool, isn't it just kind of unraveling <laughs> I, and it's like a big long intestinal tail?
1: I think that's for an adult. You know, she's what? A toddler? Is that she's, what she's six doing? years old. Oh, six. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Like a Chinese yo-yo?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And like, what if you let go? Would she like fly back
1: in there? <laughs> don't let go. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't let go.
0: It's kind of like Warner Brothers or something. So uh, Bennett described the Taylors, who have three other daughters, as brave and optimistic. He said they're focused on Abigail's immediate recovery, her long-term future care, and steps that can be taken to make sure this kind of thing never happens to anyone else. But this story reminds me of a story by uh, Chuck Pontiac who uh, wrote Fight Club, and he wrote that book Choke. He wrote a collection of short stories called Haunted. Did you ever read that one?
1: Uh, I didn't read the whole book, but I read the story that you're talking
0: but about. But the story that I'm talking about is, like, one of the first ones in the book. It's called Guts, and it's about, like, I vaguely recall what happened. I read it a couple of years ago, but what happened is, like, this kid was swimming in a pool, and I think he decided to, like, Put his ass on the suction drain and jerk off or something.
1: Right, he would hold his breath and go down there. It was a big uh, production.
0: And then he swam up before he realized that uh, his he looks whole, back, he was completely disemboweled, yeah, and
1: he can see his tail that he has, and realizes that it's his intestine.
0: Well, in the in the book, at the the uh, I think it was the foreword of it, Chuck Palahniuk says that he was reading that story at different like book readings like throughout the country and he said like people would faint when he was reading that story because <laughs> it is rather descriptive. It's
1: pretty disgusting and I never thought that it really happened. I just thought it was his little thing he made up but it's really grosses me out to find out that this really goes on.
0: Well, you know, it's like that kid though is probably, he wasn't, a, the kid in the story, the character in the story is like, I don't know, like in his teens or something. This girl's six years old. How was she to know yeah. that this uh, thing was going to suction out her intestines? And now for the rest of her life, if she's gonna have a colostomy bag. It's
1: probably never gonna get laid. What I don't understand is, wouldn't the bathing suit prevent some of this problem? That <laughs> or... bathing suit is a thin piece of fabric. So, did it, are you are you thinking that the the intestine was sucked through the bathing suit? I bet you just sucked the bathing suit right off. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You know, I mean, or
0: either that, or maybe, you know, kids sometimes don't wear bathing suits.
1: She was just going. uh... All natural.
0: <laughs> um, you know, you never know. I mean, she could have been like a little kid and just sitting there, had no idea. And next thing you know, intestines in the pool.
1: Parents, put bathing suits on your kid and just keep them out of the pool. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't Put them even... in one of those, those lawn pools. They just fill up with the hose. It's, there's no drain there. It's much yeah, safer. What kids should do is just put,
0: yeah, those plastic tubs. You know is it you know those like plastic pools, waiting pools that they have that you buy at like Kmart? Yeah. That's what you should do. Strap it at the top of your minivan. And not to mention, I remember as a as a child myself, whenever I go to the community pool, some kid would take a shit in it.
1: Oh, it's full of urine. It's always (laughs) full of urine. urine. It's all urine.
0: And did you ever have those uh, pool I remember because I, I was like one of those kids that was in like the swim groups, like the dolphins and the minnows or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. But you know what they did in the pool there? They put this dye solution that if you did pee, it turned the water red around you.
1: Did you ever see that happen? Because I think that's a myth.
0: No, I've seen it happen. Oh, I've you seen saw the water
1: discolored. Okay.
0: Never happened to me because I didn't <laughs> pee in the pool. <laughs> Couple, You're
1: missing out. A couple, do- it's great. A
0: couple dookies here and there, but <laughs> baby Ruth. <laughs> but no, seriously, parents, just go out and buy a little like uh, you know lawn pool for your kid. Yeah, it's Jesus. gonna kill
1: the grass, but whatever.
0: Yeah, but you don't want your kid to have a colostomy bag. So on the sick and wrong scales girl, six years old, it's definitely going to alter her life forever. I'm gonna have to give this a nine point two.
1: I would give this a nine point six because it grosses me out. She didn't rape her mother. I still think it's gross. She didn't get bleach poured in her eyes. No, but her her entire lower GI tract has been extracted by a haunted pool. I guess she has been
0: eviscerated by the pool.
1: <laughs> the pool that eats kids. It reminds me of a Stephen King story. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's rather the, d- you know, like the maximum overdrive truck or, you know, the the clothes folding machine that they you call Mary. Mango- or no, no, Christine. No, yeah, that one too.
0: Yeah, it it definitely sounds like the the evil pool that eats children. The evil pool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, you know what? We'll have to let the listening audience decide who has the sickest story for Episode 79 here of Sick and Wrong. So, uh, yeah, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com.
1: Why don't you check out the new Sick and Wrong Forum? SickAndWrongPodcast.com.
0: Well, actually, we're nearing towards the end of the show. We need to wrap things up here. As usual, we tend to get to listener email, which we've kind of done a lot here in uh, episode 79. But Is I'm there just any gonna, left? yeah, I'm just gonna mention a couple here of note. Uh, we got an email here from uh, Jakey. He said, I don't know, I recently turned my boyfriend on to Sick and Wrong, and he, like me, has been going through old episodes while at work. He called me today about the show with uh, Dee's brother because he knew all about why that guy was having saline solution pumped into his testicles. My boyfriend was kind of embarrassed that he knew, but he also said he was disappointed that Dee's brother didn't know. So So why? um, Anyway, apparently— Because the
1: question was what kind of pleasure you can get from that? Is that what we're dealing with here?
0: Well, uh, Jake goes on to say that, anyway, apparently the idea is that after you get all this stuff into your balls, you can ejaculate rivers of fluid for a longer time than usual. He said he saw a video on Xtube.com, which have you been to Xtube? I will now. <laughs> Xtube, so, you know, someone else just told me about Xtube. It's kind of like a porn version of YouTube.
1: See, I like you porn. <laughs> yeah, but Xtube
0: has more, higher quality videos. Well, i checked I'll it to out. to check it out. Yeah, Xtube.com. But he said he saw a video on Xtube.com in which this was cheerfully demonstrated and someone in the comments said fake, he injected saline into his balls. So oh. the fact that he could ejaculate for a long time like that, it's the saline that you're ejaculating.
1: Hmm. Isn't
0: interesting. it interesting?
1: I'm still not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna call my brother though and tell him. You know, <laughs> give him a give him his uh his comeuppance here. Yeah. I, I just don't think he's living no up to his intended. reputation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this sounded kind of medically dubious to me, however, and I decided to check this stuff. Yeah. How out. does it
1: go from being in your balls to in your urethra?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Are you just in, are you just ejaculating saline? Are
1: you? I mean, are you injecting it right into like your nutsack, like into the gonad?
0: Well, Jake here says, as far as I've found, having giant semi-numb testicles is considered to be its own reward. And so he he included a link here to uh, bmezine.com slash ritual slash selfcbt1.html. And it's actually a, a detailed account of a guy filling his uh, nuts up with saline.
1: I'm starting to have a problem with these body modifiers. You know, Why? piercing, okay, cool, tattoos, whatever. But once you start like ramming metal rods into your into your shaft or, you know, hanging by hooks, it's like Go get a job. <laughs> what do you? Why do you have all this time on your hands?
0: I always There's something think, wrong with that. I always think it's like that guy doesn't have a girlfriend. But it's like seriously, go play World of Warcraft. Instead yeah, of damaging so. your body. It's like I know you can find a, a, a better hobby here. I don't know. That's
1: just my current.
0: It's thing. too much time on your yeah, hands. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Well, uh, Jake, thanks for sending that in. Uh, very enlightening, and we'll have to post a link there so uh, people can be as just as disgusted as I was when I checked it out. We got another here, uh, another email here from JOLO. He says, "Don't know if you've already seen this, as it's take me a while to get through all your old podcasts." Thought that Mister Hands fucked by a horse bloke was the sickest thing I'd seen. It's a great podcast, guys. I like it, but your English accents are fucking shite. Well, not just your English ones. But he <laughs> oh, sends uh, he sends this link here to another video, which I'm gonna have to show this to you. I don't know. Did you check this one out? No. It's Completely bizarre. Like I couldn't even really tell what was going on, but all I could really see it was an Asian girl licking out a horse's asshole while the horse was defecating on her face. <sighs> yeah, it was, it was just her face was covered in diarrhea and she's licking the horse's asshole.
1: Do you think I'm reconsidering worse? coming back to the show? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: I appreciate Jolo sending that one in. Finally here, we got an email from Edmund, who's a frequent contributor to Sick and Wrong. He says, saw this and thought of you guys, which I don't really know how to take that. <laughs> he said, um, at bestialityblogs.com, you can create your own free bestiality or animal sex blog. I love how he um, you know, goes and checks out these sites, and he's like, God, that reminds me of Wackerly <laughs> and Simon from Sick and Wrong. Bestiality, guys, <laughs> fucking dogs. That's Wackerly and uh, Simon.
1: So, like, the last bestiality show we did, you complained that it was always sort of, you know, the standard set of animals. It's always a horse or a dog. maybe that's, Or maybe a cat once in a while. Occasionally a cat. But you were complaining that like you never saw like ostrich porn <laughs> yeah, or, or a
0: lion or a penguin or yeah.
1: something like that. So you could go there and start up a blog about that and maybe try and get some people interested.
0: Well, you know, I checked it out actually, of course. And um, I was reading through it and there's just a bunch of stories. And I don't know if they're true or if they're fictitious or exactly what, but there are stories about every kind of zoophilia you could imagine. Oh, they've
1: already beat you, too. It yeah,
0: like. there, there's stories of every kind. And one of them, my favorite, was this guy who's complaining that he bought a puppy, but the puppy was too submissive, never showed any mounting behavior towards him. So he ended up castrating it and sold it as a pet. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stories like that. But go check it out, bestialityblogs.com. Thanks this puppy Edmund. is not
1: working as a sex toy. I'm going to sell it as a pet. Well, what I don't right. get
0: about it, it's like, so the guy buys a puppy. And then what is he doing? Like bent over, like butt naked, being like, come on, mount me. It's like, yeah, I, mean, I think <laughs> that's exactly
1: what he's doing. Yeah, but if you're a dog, would you be like, what are you doing, dude? You got to put some peanut butter on your neck. <laughs> the back of your neck.
0: <laughs> How do you know that? I'm just <laughs> speculating. Yes. It's just conjecture. Right. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but, yeah, thanks for sending that in there, Edmund. Bestialityblogs.com. you have to go check it out. Finally, uh, one thing I want to include on the uh, site is kind of a new thing for us. In the audio section, occasionally we'll put new stuff up there when I create some new audio creation. I think the last one I did was that sling blade porn. It wasn't <laughs> even really that funny. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, came up with a new thing. Sick and Wrong presents Stephen Hawking's story time. So, um, I don't know if we're going to do it every week, but every time I get around to it, we'll post a new story. So go check out the audio section on the website and you can hear Stephen Hawking's story time.
1: All it's, right. Um, yeah. I'm surprised Stephen Hawking would be affiliated with the show, but he's kind of a pervert. Well, you know,
0: it was, it was actually the Reach Around Foundation that contacted him. Because okay. I, I I spoke to um you know our our hosts over at the uh, at the Reach Around Foundation. They were just like, they put me in contact with Stephen Hawking. I emailed him. Next thing you know, he's like, sure, I'll give you guys a story.
1: Sure, I'll give you guys a story.
0: <laughs> I don't mind giving you a story. And so I was like, all right, thanks, Stephen. That's, pr- that's pretty cool. So I sent him an email. So we're going to have the first installment of Sick and Wrong Stephen Hawking story time. Great. In uh, this episode. And finally, here to end the show with the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, sent in by uh, Stinkhole who has uh, contributed many times in the past. He said, I'm old enough to have attended this concert. It was recorded and later released as Golden Filth by the Fugs. The song's called Slum Goddess. It's actually kind of entertaining. But uh, I thought the Fugs are from the 60s, so Cole uh, must be one of our older listeners. <laughs>
1: You should know better.
0: Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, thanks for uh, sending that in there, Stink. And uh, people, we're rising the ranks steadily on Podcast Alley, so if you haven't voted yet, go to our website, click on the link, and give us a vote. I think we're already up to to like 40 or something, like number 25th podcast.
1: We'll have to see what happens this week. Next thing
0: you know, we'll be in the top ten. Well, I'm glad to have Wackerly back on the show. It just really wasn't the same without you.
1: Okay. <laughs> He's <laughs> no, not even no happy comment. to be
0: back on the show. But anyway, we'll be back next week with episode 80. Until then,
1: let's welcome the easy. gentleman
0: who may Good well day. be responsible for a great deal of the New York scene at full of Kurt kestrel strength, the Fugs. She's lying down and visited. Gushy strands of cherry jello Buttocks popping in arpeggios of lust There's tattoos of griffin vultures From the Valley of the Kings up and down her spine Slowly throbbing Eat me She is as horny as a heathen Her dildo is made out of a petrified paper snout. Around her net neck is an amulet made from onyx-colored tidwax. She's the goddess of love. Goddess of belly 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 love. Goddess of late-night motel plate job slurp circles and jello orgies. Slum goddess from the Lower East Side. I floated lonely down the street one day. Who did
1: I see slithering my way? Slum goddess from the Lower East Side. Slum goddess gonna make her my bride, my dick. Not a chick in the world who's happy, as hippie she. My swinging little goddess from the Avenue D very groove and I take her to a movie where we make it in a balcony slum goddess from the lower east side slum goddess gonna make her right. my oh chew me off chew me up
0: balled it nearly drove me insane next time that we balled it ripped me out of my brain third time that we bawled, you know I fainted nearly dead I woke up she was on her knees sucking my head
1: some goddess from a lower inside some goddess gonna make her my bride all right I floated lonely down the street one day who did I see slither my Slum goddess from the Lower East Side, Slum goddess, my own, to the Bay my bride.
0: Thank you.